welcome to the Crow Review. We're back. Back at it again. It's Wednesday, October 20th. 20th. Yeah. Friday's the 22nd. Yeah, you were jumping ahead a little bit. I wish it was Friday. Yeah. It'd be nice if it was Friday. Yeah. Um, We got another, you know, review, preview pod. Yeah, we're getting into um, the dog days of the league right now. Yep, yep. Um, Six weeks in. It's, it's what are your thoughts so far? Now week seven. Um, it always surprises me how fast the season goes by. Mm-hmm. We're already halfway through the the regular, or this week. Is after this point. week, we will be through half of the regular fantasy football season. Right. And that's always crazy. Always sneaks up on me. Still feels like we're just getting started. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It, it's it's been a. I was listening to like a um, an actual industry podcast. Sure. Like like people that it's their job to make Pe- this podcast not independent. Right. Um, and um, they talked about how even in industry circles that this year has been really weird for them and that they have seen people um, that are in leagues they're in with other people in the industry, but even like family leagues and stuff where people aren't as interested for whatever. It may be because of the injuries. Mm -hmm. It may just be because this season seems to be a little more random. Yeah. Like if you look at like the players picked in the first two rounds, how many of them have gotten hurt or just not not been good. Um or just even the players that were picked where they were picked, like how wrong were we right in, in our thoughts on them going into the season? And I think there's some of that going on in the league. You know, you can tell certain people aren't as invested as they um, typically would be. Right. I mean, and even certain players are just flying around for prices that you would not expect in the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, I mean... You know, managers are, it's sort of this weird time, and we've talked about it, where the uh, the midpoint of the season gets close, and then that's where we really start to change, like, our preseason evaluation of players to, you know, a, a mid-season, in-season evaluation. Right, what do they do? Yeah, not, not what, what are they supposed what to What are they do? supposed to be, or versus, like, what are they? Right. Like, what are they actually? Yeah, it's like, everything is, like, shaken out. Right. Now it's like, you can see, like, oh... These teams we're looking at. Oh, we know what these teams do. Right. We know what's average for them. And I was thinking about this today because of my power rankings. My power rankings have kind of shifted relatively dramatically because up until this point, I think I've been looking at performances and a group of performances, but I haven't been looking at rosters as much. And rosters are so important. Like depth and like having a squad that performs, those are two major things. And so... Yeah, um, and, and it, it I, I don't know. I feel like I have looked at rosters the yep. whole time just because that's more of how I think, and it's why I didn't buy into, like, Kyle's team as much right. early on, even though he had good weeks, weeks one and two, right. just because I was like, this roster is uh, fragile. Right. And, you know, it, it has proven that, sort of ironically, Chubb got hurt immediately after he traded him, and right. then... You know, Gibson has been dealing with an injury here for a while. So it's definitely been interesting. And I know that some people in the league are maybe suffering from a lack of interest. I talked about, maybe I haven't talked about, just sometimes. Um, and, and part of it's because, you know, the the 
the Fantasy Football League is a mainstay, but it's also the lens through which so much league activity is viewed through. Yeah, it's the centerpiece. Um, like the podcast, right? It's right. like without a fantasy football league, the podcast probably doesn't exist. Because what is what? What do we all have in common to talk about? Or like everybody wouldn't listen to it, right? Yeah, it's not. It's like not, it's not like like if Riley and I just got on here and talked about random stuff, which we have done before. I do. Yeah, we did. We did. People would the listen to it, right? But, but not, not everyone. Like, yeah, not dedicated. everyone in the league. Right? No, yeah, because certain people will only like, and this isn't their fault. Certain people will like listen, listen and be like, for oh, the, listen their to, part. Oh, yeah, when yeah. they talk about my team, which right. is reasonable. I yeah, mean, you have a dedicated portion talking well, about your team. It's just like listening to like a if you if you listen to fantasy football podcasts or if you listen to College sports football right. sports Anything. podcasts and you skip to the part where like okay, I want to hear him talk about OU, right? Or I want to hear him talk about these players that are on my team, right? Because it's it's wasn't born to you, right? So basically, all I'm saying is we can get through this. Yeah. Just set your lineup, ride this season out. It the game's supposed to be fun. Find your way to have fun, um, but don't give up because that's silly. Also, to me, and I've I've always said this, but like the league, it, like the league is a special thing. Like uh, obviously we have the podcast. There's like there's like dedicated platforms because of the league. You have like Jack and Julian contributing as well, and it's really just like us staying together as friends. When also doing this thing. So we meet up for the draft. We go to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just, like, fun stuff we do during the year. And, like, it's all just, like, fun get-together. But basically, it's keeping us together in my eyes. Yeah, because nobody's nobody's jumping at someone because they had a, like, bad fantasy football season. Right. Like, no, like this doesn't matter. No, none of it matters. In the, in the, 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 the membership in the league is more important than the actual, like, games that are being played. Right. Because even um, if, even if you, if you left the league... I'd still want you at the draft, but then it wouldn't be as fun because you wouldn't be in it. You're an observer. Right. Um, and, and you wouldn't care. So just like, yeah. like So anybody that's doing this talk of leaving, please stop it. There's Unless you have a very, very compelling reason to leave, which I can't think of one. Um, I'm hoping to go to China next year, like moving, and I'm staying. Moving away isn't a compelling reason to leave to right. me. You know, you can set a lineup. Anyway, remotely yeah get a vpn um and you know you you can probably make it to the draft or or, or wasn't skype at the in. Draft, right right like we had someone who wasn't at the draft this year so if you're hating fantasy football i don't know what to tell you um take it less seriously but also it's the halfway point of the season nothing's set in stone right it's also like teams can fall flat teams can go crazy like no no one said you have to try super hard and make it the only thing you're thinking about all day. Right. Um I think for a lot of people they don't, you know. Do we think Trevor is spending all day thinking about fantasy football? Not all no. day. No. Is he thinking about it maybe once or twice a day? Once or twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. We all are. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um But that's that that's my piece for the week. Um we'll get into the week six reviews now okay um i want to start off with what what i don't know if we dubbed it or julian dubbed it the game of the week um but it turned out to not be the game of the week it turned out to be a, a terrible game you're talking about you versus jack yeah me versus we dubbed jack. that game of the week because it was the only teams that were had winning records yeah so um this was sort of a a very predictable result um and and it 
if I can sum up this game in one way, it's I'm I'm looking at the app right now and I'm looking at top performers. My top performers were the Rams defense and TJ Hawkinson. Jack's top performers were Derrick Henry and Tyreek Hill. That's all you need to know about what happened in this game. Yeah. Um, my defense and tight end scored the most points for me. All of my players that I still think are good just didn't do much at all. They right. all sort of had their worst week all at once, which is what it happens to to me every year, um, which is fine. I'm not tripping over one loss, um, but it is funny that it happened now because I did the same thing. I, I went from a highest scoring week to a team suck. Which is always it's always fun to do that. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting. I think, um, but Jack's team is good. We know that Jack's team did what Jack's team does. Yeah, Jack had a, like a regular. So week. yeah, Jack just like and it, yeah, it's crazy. Jack's team is scary. Um, what is it? Yeah, it's just like it's a it's a downfall of you buying into the Chargers' offense. If like if the Chargers have a terrible game, yeah. what can you glean from it? Yeah. Not not much. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, no Alvin for you this week, and you were kind of already like discounting the game because of that, in my mind. I and mean, you kind of said you weren't full force. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I had so the whole my whole preparation for the Alvin Eckler bye week situation was Chris Carson, and then Chris Carson goes on injured reserve, right. and so I have to scramble. And I, you know, was trying. I picked wrong of the three running backs I could have picked up off waivers, but it wouldn't have mattered. So I don't, I don't care. Yep. And then I was able to turn. Miles Gaskin into Zach Moss, who I who I was after before this past week. Anyway, so um, not a bad week, all in all. Jack's team is good. Um, I I don't. I still see, think your team is pretty good. I still think my team's fine. Yeah. I still think I'm a playoff team, so I'm not sweating it at all. Uh, I got to get through these bye weeks, which like my whole team's on bye. Whole, my my whole bench is bye week players this week. Yep. I barely have enough to field a roster. Um, but once we get through this week, I'll be fine. And um, as far as Jack's team goes, I don't see any like meaningful reason to distinguish between Jack and Trevor as far as one A one B. Um, they are just right next to each other, to me. Yeah. In every sense of the, like I would say, if you were splitting hairs, maybe you say Trevor's more consistent. Jack has a higher ceiling, but also a lower floor. Um, and that's mm. it. Um, next matchup for me. Speaking of Trevor, I see Mason and Trevor. Yep. Mason had a respectable performance here, and this is sort of what we have talked about where, you know, if you look at uh, last, last week, week five, if Mason had started a lineup, he would have scored in this, you know, 120, 130 range. Right, which is two weeks in a row for him. And, and yeah, you're not going to win all of your games when you score that much, right? You could go up against someone that scores 160 like Trevor, but, but you you'll have to be do, in the game. You'll do better than 0 and 6, generally. Right. So um, I hope this week. Just let Mason know, like, even though this season may feel like it's lost, it's probably not entirely lost, and you're going to be able to steal a game here or there if you stay in it and set a lineup. Absolutely. And you can, I mean, this is like classic, I've lived this life since middle school, you can ruin people's seasons exactly. in, in a certain way. Yeah, so, like, you're a try to steal ruined. games off people, um, especially people that have winning records, or people that, like, so you're facing Brandon this week. That would that yeah, would really you derail could, Brandon. You could drag him down in the mud with you, right? And then you guys are tied, and then you could step on his head. Yeah, and and you know if you beat him real bad, you head. could move him into last place. Exactly. So that's the beautiful thing here is that you can claw your way slowly but surely out of that last place. And you've you've done some good moves as far as like getting new people on your team. Right. Your I mean, if if you look at Mason's team, I think he has played 
most of the teams that are like higher up in the standings. Yeah, it's been it's um, Mason's had a really hard running game. Like week one, he played Kyle and lost by three. Right, and if, he put up a good performance. If he wins that game, we're looking at a season completely differently. Yeah, I think you know he's still one and five. Right, but so is Kyle, and you've got Kyle, him, and Brandon all tied. Like like then you're only you only need to jump one spot. Right. So if he gets a win this week. Things change. He he's you know he could be two games yeah. out of a playoff spot. The rest of his schedule is much is, is easier than the first half. So uh, Trevor's team is really good. Yes. This week you had Cooper Cup and CD Lamb do what they do. Yeah, Cooper Cup is back. Really big game for CD Lamb. Um, I I think sort of an underrated thread of Trevor's team is Mahomes and Kelsey have not been. As dominant as you would think they would be. Right. They've still been great. Still been probably top five at each position. Usually not great together, though. Uh, Right. Not great at the same time. But the rest of Trevor's team has been way better than we thought it was going to be. Right. So, like, Mahomes and Kelsey are probably 80% of what we thought they were going to be going into the year. But every other part of Trevor's team has been really, really good. Outperforming even um, what we thought, especially like Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb. Right. That wide receiver pairing, whenever you draft them, is not the same as it yeah, is right now. You think they're both like wide receiver two types. Right. And they have both They're been, both wide receiver ones. Um, yeah. So Trevor's still got to figure out this flex situation. Yep. It may come back to bite him eventually. But, but I, like, here's the thing. I mean, I think for it to come back and bite him, everyone on his team kind of has to... Because like his whole team is like... It's not like he's being carried, really. It's like a group effort. Yeah. So I, as a as a team, he kind of has to fall down. But it is funny to me how like consistently Trevor's flex or his defense will just do nothing, but yeah. it doesn't even it matter. Doesn't matter. Which is scary because if he gets things figured out, it's kind of over for us. And same thing with Jack's team too. Like well, Jack will have a bad defensive performance. I I would be a, a little points. worried about Trevor's team in the short term because of this Kareem Hunt IR stint. That's true. So the Kareem Hunt IR stint plus, and we'll talk about this more in the the preview for this week. The Kareem Hunt injured reserve, some of the bye weeks that he's going to have coming up with these uh, position players, and his schedule. And you know his schedule, it's not going to get easier. Right. It's going to get harder as we get into this midpoint of the season. It it worries me a little bit about his longevity just because of. You know, this is this is a team that isn't super deep. Yep, he suffers an injury here or there, and that's tre- that's always Trevor, right? Trevor focuses on having good players in his starting lineup, and then just takes shots at you know flyers on his bench. And I don't know, Mason for Mason's team, it's good. I don't think it's the worst team in the league, like on paper. Like if if I was. Uh, picking the team I would want least, I don't think it would be Mason's. I mean, we can um, talk about it a little bit later. We could. When we rank teams by power. We could. Um, but no, I agree with you. Uh, he had the unfortunate uh, situation of trading for Nick Chubb and never getting to play him um, through two weeks, which we will again talk about more later. Through his own doing. There's some wacky stuff going on there, but I think all of those trades ended up being on the up and up. For the most part, anyone. Yeah. I think all the trades that went through this week that didn't get vetoed were were fair right. enough. I don't think many of them. Only one of them, I think, had any veto action that um, ended up not. And I, and I think it was the one with Nick Chubb. But that that to me, the reason why I was okay with it was because Mason 
was making a legitimate move for players that have uh, value in this upcoming keeper situation we're going into next draft. Right. And Kyle seemed like he was still trying for this season. Because that's the thing with Kyle's team is Kyle is a game out of playoffs. Right. Like, if Kyle can pull some stuff together and figure it out, he could be in the playoffs. Right. And once you're in the tournament, you only got to win three games. It's true. You just got to string three together. Yeah, and people can have bad weeks. It's not like it's, exactly. there's nothing guaranteed. Um, so, yeah, I, both these teams had a, had decent weeks. Trevor's team is just too strong. Uh, what we got next? Kendall, Kyle. So, <laughs> this was a weird one. Yeah, a little bit. Kendall's team is good. Yeah, they're performing like crazy. Um, maybe a bit of a ceiling week for him. You know, you see every player in double digits, except for his defense. Right. So maybe you're like, I don't know if this is going to continue forever. But I think his team is strong, uh, and this is without Christian McCaffrey. I think that's the real thing. So I think that is like, I think the ability to run a three running back lineup this year is very like scarce. Yeah. Kendall can fully do that. Um, and when Christian McCaffrey comes back, I think that would be a reason where you point to it and be like, oh, well, he can kind of continue this. I like Kyle's the moves Kyle made this week um, to get his team a little better. We'll talk about that more. Some of the, I'm not going to stay rigid with the review preview stuff. I'm just going to talk about the teams. So, you know, Kyle has lost Russell Wilson, so he's got to figure out this quarterback situation. Yep. Gibson had a bad game. He subbed in Devontae Booker, who didn't do crazy well. He's suffering the Tyler Lockett, like, Russell Wilson loss yep. situation. Um, and he made good moves this week, I think. So, I, I mean, the thing with Kyle is that he is normally pretty savvy on um, – you know, waivers, waiver stuff. Yeah. So I, I trust him to get himself out of a jam if he wants to. Yeah. So that's where it comes down to for me is I think he's made good trades. Um, I think he'll be all right if he wants to be all right. Uh, Kendall's team. I think the different like Kendall's team to me is a is a second tier team. If he gets McCaffrey back and McCaffrey is McCaffrey, he could push into that first tier. Um, if if his team keeps it up, definitely. So that that's my thought. Yeah, Kendall is scary. Uh, Riley and Brandon. Okay, what a game! So uh, after we did the pod last week, I was like, man, Josh is so weird with these picks. And then I looked at just our two lineups, and I was like, hmm, you know what? Uh, your pick makes a lot of sense, and I wish I could have gone back and just like picked Brandon. Instead. Well, that was the difference between you went. So you went four and one with your picks this week, right? That being your only wrong pick. Right. I was five and zero, oh, and the league was four zero and one because right. I think they were split on, on you and Brandon. Right, and which which at the time we were like, oh man, blah blah blah. Like it was, but I said if if I lose, it's all like it makes perfect sense, right? Um, but you guys are stupid because you didn't even pick one or the other, so. Yeah, you guys need to you guys need to get with each other and right be on the right side. Let's talk about this, anyways. Um, I think th- like first of all, Brandon, good for him that he put up one eight or one seventeen and he got a dub. That's not like super easy to do. So kind of lucky for him. Um, and yeah, like his team did pretty well. I think like wide receivers could do a little bit better going into further weeks. 
for me, I think this kind of shows my team's flaws because obviously I've lost a million running backs this year, but like there is a running back sized hole in this lineup. And if, if I get 10 points from yeah. a running back, I win the game. That's yeah. a Cordell Patterson sized hole if you ask me. Your your team is to me uniquely um touchdown dependent. As far as outside of Devontae Adams, you're getting a whole bunch of touchdowns. I don't I see to like me, Cordero scoring touchdowns at like this crazy rate of like five touches for every touchdown he's scoring right now. I don't know. I think Cordero but to Marquise me, Brown is scoring mad touchdowns. But Marquise Brown's yards are crazy. Like Marquise Brown is a deep threat. But also, like there are there are games when he's just like a constant like receptions, receptions, receptions. Yeah, I I think we I think obviously I benefit from touchdowns, and if if that's how it shakes out, that's how it shakes out. But like, I haven't really been winning games by super close margins this year, and so I don't think touchdowns is the ultimate. No, no, no. I was just saying that this is this is sort of what happens sometimes when those players that have hit on deep touchdowns, or when those players come out of your lineup right. for substitutes. You know, like Marquise Brown, if he hits one deep pass, he has a fine game, right? A 40-yard touchdown added to this is 18 points, and that's perfectly fine. But there are going to be games like this. You know, Marquise Brown and Henry Ruggs, sort of the same almost style, but one has a much better quarterback. Right. So that's the thing is like this this week, Ruggs scored the touchdown. But to me, but the thing is, I'm so you could say like – I'm I'm not even looking at Henry Ruggs. Oh no no no! I'm I'm just saying that as far as their like their uh, um, player archetype, right? Where it's like super fast, deep threat, right? Gonna get you know three and or Henry four. Henry Ruggs has had a good season. He really has three um, or four deep targets per game. Right? Are gonna connect on thirty percent of them. You know that's just how I think of them both. Obviously, I'd much rather have Marquise Brown and. You're probably never starting rugs over Marquise. No, rugs is a um, um, rugs is like a bye week person. Right. But like to me, it's just like that's the that's my issue on my team right now is my running back, um, and I think that's the difference between me and a lot of good teams. For, I don't think this spells anything good. Oh, I guess I did forget <clears throat> Brandon won. Right, I thought he was one in five. No, I'm yeah, sorry. I thought you you mentioned that earlier as if he was one in five. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was one in five. It would have been much Mason, funnier Mason if he still was. Drag him into the muck a little right. bit. Um, I don't think this like is anything good for Brandon's team. Uh, like like Brandon, maybe if he had beaten me, and he's three and three, we feel like like that's the sort of thing where it's like. I, but I don't feel like Brandon's team doesn't inspire me with confidence. He's got running backs that are good. He's got wide receivers that don't like like he's got good wide receivers, but so does everyone else. Yeah. Like, it's like, if you were picking two wide receivers to put on your team of anyone in the league, he might be last or second to last. See, you say that, but I think from my position, at least, I'm really envious of Brandon's team in a lot of positions. I'm, I In a lot of positions, sure, but probably not wide receiver. Like, you'd probably... Well, no, not wide receiver. Right, no. that's what I'm saying. So, no. like, as far as wide receivers go, right? how many teams are trading their top two wide receivers for Brandon's top two wide receivers? Not many, No. Maybe one, maybe two. Maybe two. Um, so that's what I was saying. Is it's And we see that in PPR, it's not necessarily important to have uh, the strongest wide receivers from a consistency standpoint. 
it's more important to have guys that can get you those 30, 40 point games that are like win you weeks. Right. And like maybe pair one with a consistent guy. Uh, and I don't know. Brandon has that with Mike Evans. And Deontay Johnson is good. So he'll probably be fine, but I think it's going to be a typical Brandon year where he finishes like, obviously we have the extra game this year, so I think he'll finish probably like six and eight, miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, oh man, if I had just won that game against Josh, I would have gone seven and seven and would have had a playoff tiebreaker over uh, Julian. And I w-. So yeah, that that is, I think I just predicted the future, if I'm honest. I mm-hmm. think that's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, last so game, that was that. week six. Roush Julian. Um, this one, I was surprised Roush's team performed as well as it did. Right. Because uh, I just sort of, you know, you see that 30 point Leonard Fournette game on Thursday night and you're like, Death sentence. Uh, well, that's over with. But then you had, you know, Claypool underperformed a little bit for Julian and. Uh, Roush made some good start sits that you typically wouldn't expect him to do. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of points on Roush's bench, but... I think, to me, like, this is, like... This is kind of what I see Roush's, like, ideal, consistent team, like, what his team scores. Yeah, I think... To me, this isn't, like, a crazy week. Like, this is, like, a regular week that's good. Yeah, I was just surprised that... Like, I don't know. I I guess I didn't pay too much attention to the app. Uh, and checking scores, but right. I was just surprised when like Roush ended with 130 points. Right, maybe Sterling Shepard's a little bit high. I will um, say. So it is interesting. Yeah, and I mean Julian's team. Julian's team is crazy deep to me. Yeah, I Julian ben- has benefited a lot um, from like I like savviness. He's got so he's got Cook, Fournette, and Jacobs. Which I think is a strong three. Yeah, and then Herbert has filled in when Damian Williams and David Montgomery are down, but that's not permanent. Um, and then Keenan Allen and Debo Samuel, I guess, are his wide receivers, like most every week. And my concern there is just Keenan Allen underperforming a little bit potentially. Right, um, but then Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen can actually give you like a swath of different games because Keenan yeah. Allen can give you like the little oh like. 7.8 or whatever. Yeah. But then Keenan Allen could go from anywhere from 15 to 25, 27 points. I think I think Julian's team is good. I think Roush's team is pretty good. Like I'm not writing off Roush by no. any means. Um but I I just don't know. I that's a weird thing to me is that it feels like there should be more movement in the power rankings than there actually has been in my head. It's like teams sort of we know what each of them are and they perform like that most weeks like there hasn't been like this is well within julian's range of outcomes but so is 97 points and so is 170 right so um okay between the the preview and the review i'm just gonna go through my power ranks sure thing real quick obviously i said it earlier jack and trevor still on the top tier by themselves um here's the interesting thing my my number two tier has grown to, or it has shrunk to mm-hmm. one team. I have Riley alone in tier two. And then in tier three, I have me, Julian, and Kendall. And that's it. That's interesting. And it is less so to me about like demoting myself and more of like, 
I don't think I necessarily deserve to be outside of the conversation of Kindle and Julian, but I don't know. Okay, well, I don't have tears this week, but I will give you my one to ten, and I think this... Oh, uh, uh, so let me finish going through my ten. Sure. Uh, my bottom four, which it's... Uh, it is two tiers, uh, Roush and Brandon, and then Mason and Kyle. That makes sense. And that's it. Um, yeah, so for me, I have Jack Trevor, then I have you. That's, that is interesting. Then I have Julian... Mm-hmm. Then I have Kendall. Mm-hmm. Then I have me. Mm. And then I have Roush, Beef, Mason, Kyle. Because. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that. I like, I. I think you putting me in tier two by myself is like weird. I well, don't think it's reasonable. I just don't know how much I even know about fantasy football this year. That's fine. Like, I just it's think. It's just a wacky year. I just think you, like, I don't know what about my team says, oh, you know what? Right under Jack and Trevor. I'll put Riley there because you have two really consistent performers next to me. Not terrible. I just had my lowest week with uh, 113. With, with 113. Um, but to me, it's like... I have, guess it's just like... My team is like, I mean, like a, like a baby version of Trevor's team. Very easy to defang. If you take one piece out of my roster, the, it falls apart. The three of us, as in Josh, Kendall, Julian... We have all scored. Our lowest week has all been lower than your lowest week. So I guess that sort of was my thinking. Is but I that think matters for the regular? If I was ranking for like who's got the best shot at a championship, it'd probably be a little different than this. But this is sort of like I always rank it. How do I think the regular season's going to finish? Is okay. how my power rankings work. Well, to me, going forward in the season, I don't see my lack of depth as something that it looks promising. I think it's like if yeah. there's anything wayward on the horizon. As we get into bye weeks, like it a, definitely like makes a it a, a lot harder. Plus, I'm about to face Jack this week. I need to look at the rest of my schedule in general. But like, yeah. I don't know. We don't have to talk about my team so much. But I just think I I'm I'm dropping myself a little bit. I think I've been content with my performances, and I haven't looked at my own roster based on other people's. And I was drinking my own Kool Aid a little bit too much. Um. All right. So what's your? Oh wait, did you go through all your? I yeah. Think you, all of them. Jack, Trevor, Josh. Hmm. Uh, that's not my tears. Jack, Trevor, Josh, Riley, or no, Jack, Trevor, Josh, Julian, Kendall, Riley, Roush, Beef, Mason, Kyle. Okay, that's my one to ten. And then you could you could split up. So I think ours were the same, except just you yeah. were you had you I, six. I, yeah, yeah, I just moved mine yeah. down two. Um, that's it. Okay, week seven. Here you go. First game I want to talk about is what I am dubbing the game of the week. I hope you don't do what I think you're going to do. My favorite game to look forward to this week is oh. Trevor and Kendall. Oh, okay, never mind. Like, of course, I was about to say, don't say me and Jack. Of like, course, it's Trevor. And like Kendall. both what? of these, both of these teams are bi week ravaged, but it is one hu- more so than the other. I think. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Trevor's team is in much worse shape. Yeah, Trevor's uh, kind of like Trevor doesn't have a lineup right now. Um, now, somehow he's projected to win. Oh, I. Kendall, you have the former Washington football team kicker in, and he got cut today. So uh, if you hear this, you're going to want a different kicker other than uh, my boy D-Hop. That's interesting, though. I'm just curious. Like, how is Trevor projected to win? I don't know. How weird. Whatever. Um, This is the first game. I think it's interesting, obviously, this rivalry. 
Um, but also this bye week situation has me, uh, it, it's interesting, you know, two, two of, w- along with this Kareem Hunt injury, Trevor has to face the Najee Harris bye week yep. immediately. Um, and so we see him struggling to put together a running back lineup this week and it, it might get ugly for him. Yeah. Uh, I think this, this is, is the week he needs Mahomes and Kelsey to go to carry off. him to victory. Right. And this is one of those weeks where we may point back to it and say, that's one that Trevor got away with. Right. And should have lost and didn't. Because that's the thing, is you look at these, every year there's a team who finishes first in the standings at the end of the regular season, and you're like, everybody had a shot at him, but this guy should have beaten him when so-and-so was on a bye week. Right. But it, it just happens every year, too, that it's like, oh, how did they pull that off on their bye week? So... I don't think Trevor can. I'm picking Kendall um, just because his lineup is more complete. We will see. Yeah, I said Kendall as well. Um, Travis and I, I was like thinking Patrick and Kelsey can go insane, um, but he's relying on that this week as opposed to like a team effort. And I think Kendall doesn't really have to make any really tough decisions. Like right. Kendall's kind of in a lucky it's spot. Dictated like lucky for guys, him. right? Yeah. So like this is a, a regular lineup for him kind of, but he just doesn't have the option to not yeah. start Marvin Jones exactly. or think about Cortland Sutton. So I think Kendall's I think Kendall should be happy about this yeah. week. And Trevor should kind of be more on the back foot, even though his team I mean, is you've crazy already, consistent. You've already seen Trevor head, Oh yeah, hedging. He's, he's laying the so, yeah, laying the seeds. So you you know where his head's at. Right. Uh next, uh we'll look at Mason and Brandon. Um, neither of these two teams are super affected by bye weeks. Um, you know, uh, I guess Brandon way more than Mason. Oh, I, yeah, I think Brandon is missing Zeke and Deontay Johnson. That's right. Two starters. I'm taking Mason. I like his lineup a little more. Um, he does have digs on bye. But I think he'll be okay. You know, wide receivers are way easier to replace than running backs. Than running backs, especially elite running backs. Right. So if you look like the disparity between like flexes in this game and uh, and, and tight ends, yep. I think is where it's going to play out. So uh, like I'm I'm taking Mason and I'm I'm comfortable with that. Uh, yeah, I also have Mason, um, and I was like, oh, this is going to be the first dub for him. Um, yeah, I just like the way his lineup looks. Jacoby Myers is the only person I'm like, eh, I don't know, but we'll see how it goes. I think he can pull, pull, uh, pull off something, and uh, Jacoby Myers got a different, decent average for the season. Um, yeah, I think also the lineups are relatively decent for Mason. Um, I think the Jets' D could be a little bit scary, um, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, Julian and Kyle next. This one's tough. Um, you know, Kyle is missing the return of Nick Chubb. He's missing Adam Thielen, which may make a decision easier for him. Uh, but I don't know. Kyle's team is just sort of in this state of... Kind of an in-between. Yeah, he needs to get some of these players. He needs to get, get, get Nick Chubb back. And then I think he'll be in a lot, uh, a much better spot. It's just Julian. I don't know. The more I look at it, the more I really want to. Mm. 
I may regret this, but I'm changing my pick it. live You're on air. Regret it. I'm taking Kyle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just looking at the lineups, there are too many things that I can see in my head already going wrong for Julian. That I I I could see I could see Kyle's team just you know, I like I like the matchups for Kyle a whole lot more as far as the teams his players are playing. And um mm. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I'm going to go with Julian. I just think it makes a lot of sense to go with Julian here. Um, Julian does love to crash land back to earth. But I think even if he does that. Remember, remember the never scored 130 in back-to-back. In back-to-back and he I, was I, over 130 last week. I think he breaks it. Either, either that or he scores 125 or whatever. But I, th- I, don't, but I don't think Kyle scores that. I don't think Kyle even. I don't think Kyle scores 120. Mm, hot take. Not a hot take. He has he hasn't done it a lot, um, and so yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah, I think Kyle seem is kind of in this period where he like he needs to hit he the just, ground running. He I don't know. I think he'll be okay if he can just not drop too many games when Chubb is out. Yes, if he can win, like if if let's say Chubb misses two games, if he can get a win one of those two games, I think he'll be in good shape. But uh, yeah, and I think. I it, it is does make sense just to mention like Julian is way more bye week affected than Kyle. Yeah. But Julian's seem as deep and so it like it if you right. didn't look at the bye weeks you'd be like oh this is like a regular lineup for Julian. Um okay. Next we'll talk about uh my game against Roush. Uh this one is pretty pretty bye week affected. Yeah. Um I mean Roush also has Saquon out with an injury which is like an added wrinkle to it but I have a whole bunch of players out on by. And yeah, the main offense that you support. Um, I think I'm pretty fortunate that I have... I feel okay about my lineup. Like, it could be much, much worse. Um, you know, uh, Roush is missing Dak and Amari Cooper. And I don't know, this Roush team doesn't scare me. Like, Aaron Jones is scary. Jamar Chase is scary. But other than that, like, I don't... I'm not like this guy's Ooh, gonna Sterling hang Shepherd. thirty on my head or right. anything like that. So uh, I'm not intimidated or anything. I wouldn't be surprised if I lost just because of the players I have on by. It'd be really unfortunate because um, I think my team has performed better than a three and three team. But I mean, I am team suck. So uh, I picked myself. I think I'll beat Roush. I picked you as well, and. I'd said before that we were probably going to go the same way on picks this week. And until you changed up, your I, pick, until your I stupid, talked to myself with my, Kyle yeah. and Julian, which Kyle will probably go into win now. So yeah. I'll be four and one. Um, I think, yeah, we were on the same page, but yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of pretty like decent games to watch this week. Like Julian Kyle, it's an interesting matchup, obviously Mason and beef, but um, the most exciting one to look at this week is like, the one affected with no bye weeks. I think I like the way you... We started with the best one. And this, this is... Let's call the second place. This is Jack and Riley. Uh, a game of two... Are you number... You're number three. You're number four. On what? In the standings. You're three, right? You're ahead of Julian? Yes. Did you beat Julian? I beat Julian's ass. Um, so this is number two? Versus, yeah, number two versus number three. So winner will be number two. Um, interesting. What do you think? I'm picking Jack. 
Oh, so wild that you're picking Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah, I picked Jack as well, and I don't have him as my lock, but it would make sense to put him as my lock. Uh, Kindle was my lock. Um, I think you're my lock. Interesting. Um, yeah, I th- this is kind of the same thing I talked about with Trevor's team, and because I mentioned that, there's a possibility Jack's team just falters. I think, obviously, wide receivers are like the thing that my team has the the most... Like the yeah, be- like I, that's where my talent pool is. I think this and Jack's rece- wide receivers are better than my wide receivers. So that is the whole thing. Like that kind of is like the open and shut yeah, of it because I, what like it's it's gonna be a I have to move the earth. To I do Jack. think your team is uniquely positioned to beat Jack, just because you can compete with him everywhere outside of running back. Like like Lamar and Kyler, those are close. Yep. Uh, obviously. Derrick Henry and Cordero Patterson, not close. No, no. But Miles Sanders Sanders and Darrell Williams are close. Like, Miles Sanders isn't anything special. Tyreek and Devontae Adams, close. I think it is one of the things where, like, they can be close on the same week, but Tyreek Hill is, I think, it's not really comparable to Devontae, even though, like, He is. Adams only has two touchdowns on the year. And the two games he scored touchdowns in, he scored 31 and 38 fantasy points. Right. And if I'm a betting man, I'm betting on Devontae Adams scoring against the Washington football team. They're That's, wearing their throwback no, jerseys. I think, and I think... It, um, and Waller and Andrews. Waller could get back to form and compete with... Andrews. Like, that's just what I'm saying is your roster construction is similar, save for he has Derrick Henry. What I was thinking about whenever I was looking at this matchup was like... It's like anime or like... it's It's just like a classic storytelling thing where it's like... Oh, like this one character, like his specialty is hand-to-hand combat. But you're facing someone who their specialty isn't hand-to-hand combat, but their hand-to-hand combat is just as good as yours. So it's like you kind of have to like find a way to win or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole thing. But um, I agree with you in that it can't happen. Like I beat Trevor, which is like is no small thing. Right. Um, yeah, but, you're the only one to beat Trevor. Trevor also doesn't have Derrick Henry. Like you, Derrick Henry is like you're the only one to beat Trevor and the only one to beat Jack. Is Trevor? Yeah, no. It's Therefore, by the transitive related. property, yeah, you should win this. Um, and yeah, if if happen. I was feeling more zany, I thought about picking you. Yeah, but you're not so zany to go out of the way of reality. At least this week. I mean, you've done it a lot this season, but like it's worked out for me this season on some level, sure. Um, but yeah, so that's what kind of scares me. Um, I am glad though. Like just the way I am, I'm. I would much rather face Jack without bye week stuff. And lose to him or beat him with like a full team, because I don't want like in my bet like oh to be like oh I beat Jack but yeah. did I really beat Jack? It is interesting I, how like, like you guys are like not by week affected at all and you play each other. Right, you said that. Like, you said funny. by week in the league, and I went to Jackson immediately. I said, wait, but me? Yeah, and you look across the rest of the league, and you're like, oh my god, no, it's, it's crazy. A wasteland, though. Right, so it is interesting that we do play each other. But yeah, so, I me personally, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, because even if I if I beat Jack, I don't want to beat Jack full of bye weeks. Like it's not fun. It's fun. Um, like Trevor, I beat your ass fair and square. Your team didn't show up. Dang, it just keeps coming up. I mean, I'm like I I, I see my team going on a downward trajectory from right now, and so this is me it just talking be. more. It shit. might be because it's interesting. Every year you are typically pessimistic on your team, and for good reason. But early this year you were optimistic, and so it's interesting to see that. No, I just think I just think last week against Brandon just showed me, oh, this is like what your team is. But, but yeah, but you were this, missing this year at the beginning. 
I was actually this year at the beginning, I was way more pessimistic because my running backs were trash. But yeah. then I got Cordell Patterson. He helped me a lot this year. So he turned your year around. Absolutely. And I like my wide receivers. I like my team. It's just I think we're kind of I weak. think I think your week against Jack comes down to Cordero and Darrell. Cordarrell. Don't look, don't look at me for it. And Darrell. I think it's Daryl. It could be Darrell. I think I, it's Darryl. I don't know. Just because it's the two R's and the one L. It's always been weird to me that it's one L. It well, probably yeah. is Daryl. Yeah. It's Cordero. Cordero. Oh, no. I'm talking about Daryl No, Williams. I am. I'm just saying that you no, yeah, could call Cordero. Cordero. Because one's Cordero, the other's Daryl. I was yeah. combining their names. Or Darrell. I think it's Darrell. I thought you just told me it was... I know I said... Because here's the thing. It's You're like, confusing me because I thought I said it was Darrell and you said it was... Darryl. I did say that. That just happened. I said it was... Oh, I think it's Darrell because it's the two I feel like R's I'm being, E-L. I'm being gaslit. I'm kind of gaslighting you right now. Into... Yeah. Well, you know what you should do with that gaslight? Light it right on down to the uh, to the bets this week. Underdog. Oof. Shout out to our boy Kendall. Yo, who Kendall. won money, yeah, did, but you didn't, didn't use our promo code. Didn't use either of our promo code. So, Kendall, feel free to use our promo code. I don't think you can anymore. Can oh. you, I don't think you can use a promo code. I think it's like when you put on... When you sign first, up? Right. Oh, your first deposit? Yeah, which is like... And Kendall talked to me whenever you were signing up and everything, and he had some problems, but He just didn't type in Y-A-R-B-S. Right. So, so I wish he would have done that. But yeah, Kendall is now the, the betting champion of the league. He's won $300. I've only won two. That's and I've, true. I've wasted basically have, all that money. I have won zero. Right back into the app. Zero. Zero dollars um, here. But yeah, so congratulations to Kendall. Yeah, use our freaking promo code if you're signing up. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, use the. It's free money. Also, it, like, not only does it give. This is the thing people may not understand. Not only does it give me or Riley ten dollars. It also but gives you ten dollars. You get a free ten dollars. Yeah. To so if you put ten dollars on. on this thing and you only get ten dollars, you just wasted. Yeah, $10. you wasted. Ten, you lost ten dollars. Yeah, and I if don't you, care if you if use you Josh's just, code or my code. If you just type in Yarbs or type in Two Phone Baby Heem, you get ten dollars. Yep. It's as simple as that. That's the way it goes. Yep. Um, I think and that's... so. And I think there's a new wrinkle this week because the NBA is back. Oh yeah. And you I, can you can do multi sport parlays. Fr- yeah, multiple sport parlays. I, I didn't. I did a three sport parlay today with so soccer. That's the thing. Like this weekend, NBA, and then you NFL. can get to like four. Because that's I always look at it and I'm like, there's three or four NFL picks that I'm like, I'm convinced this is going to happen. Right. But and then, then I have like, one oh, that basketball. I'm like, yeah. So then I can go like. Here's the three and four football ones I know are going to hit. Yep. Here's the one or two basketball ones or one and two soccer ones that I know are going to hit. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I was, I was, so I, I did two parlays last night. I'm going a little bit crazy. I need to stop. But I was two, so on both these parlays, I got four out of five. I would have won $900. It was, that was so close. Anyways, do you have any picks for the league this week? I do not. What do you mean? I, I struggle with it because the, the, the picks aren't out yet. The picks are out. For Thursday night? Of course. Watch. You know what? I'll, I'll go through the league and I'll tell them what I'm thinking. And you should be looking at it while I'm telling them that. Okay. I'll look at it right now. Okay. So, looking forward to my football picks. Let me see here. Live. Pick them. Okay. So, I have one that is live right now. So, these are my picks for the week. I have Joe Burrow. Over 251.5 passing yards. I have Aaron Rodgers over 274.5 passing yards. I have Devontae Adams over 93.5 receiving yards. Here's where I switch to the unders, baby. 
Um, I have Justin Fields under 212.5 total yards. And I have Kyler Murray under 329.5 total yards. Um, I put 20 bucks on that. Pay out 400. Hopefully I cash it. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, spend your money wisely, boys. It can be very addicting to just put on these little parlays and you're you're just doing it left yeah. and right. Um, so be be careful. Don't use money that you need to do it. Um, and so, this is not financial advice. I've got nothing for you right now, but I will drop my... I'll put five bucks on a parlay. I'll drop it <clears throat> in the league. If it involves Thursday night, it'll be before Thursday night. If it doesn't, uh, I'll have it in before Sunday, before the Sunday games. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I would just say, guys, get in while you can. Like, earlier you, you go, usually the better. For example, I had Devonta Adams at 93.5 receiving yards. Yeah, you'll and the see line, lines move up line or down. The line has changed to 95.5. Yep. The, risk, the risk team The risk team it. changes everything. And while you're on the app, sometimes you know you got a really good one if you select an over and under, but you don't put it in in time, and it goes away. Yeah. For example, I think I had LaMelo Ball for 31 total points rebounds and assists yeah for tonight mm-hmm. and it as i was typing yeah. the over disappeared yep so yeah um fun week hopefully we got a lot of great games uh let us know what you're thinking um if you're listening this far let's play some basketball on saturday yes agreed um i'm flexible i actually have friday off so if people can do it friday i can do it friday Ooh. but also saturday that changes works things. for me too but yeah so saturday's good for me friday's um, good for me uh, let us know. Yeah, that would be fun. Weather's great. Yeah, it's beautiful outside. And uh, if you're and if you're and if you're second guessing coming to play basketball, I just want to say I'm terrible at basketball. I'm also in like the worst shape of the last three years. So you could just come beyond me, and you'll have to play me for about three minutes, and then for the rest of the day, you'll just take me over. Yeah, I don't. So I I don't want to say this with any disrespect to my co-host. But if it's just me, Riley, and Jack, we're going to play 21. Yep. And the first game, everyone will be trying. It'll be close. Or maybe the first half of the first game. And then we get into... We've been down this road many times. Then we get into, like, hopefully someone wins. Someone finally wins. Game two, it's really just me and Jack trying. Here's the thing. I try. My body just doesn't let me. Right. I'm I'm carrying too much weight. Game three. I'm gonna have a four, massive heart attack. Game three. Game four. That's just Jack. We're actively hoping Jack wins. Sometimes we plot against him. When we put the taps in. Oh yeah. You guys, if you're gonna come play basketball, get your tapping shoes ready. Yep. Tappy taps. Because um, nothing's more fun than tapping someone when they got 21 points. Yeah. Yeah. Come play basketball, guys. Seriously. Um. And it, here's the thing. Me, Josh, me, Josh, and Jack and Julian are flexible. So if you're like, I want to play football instead, we would say fine. Or I want to kick a soccer ball instead, we'd say cool. Just come and do something, you know? Yes, that, that. All right. Until next time, you knuckleheads. Peace. This has been an episode of the Crow Review. Thanks for listening.